0: Going straight to supercars superstar Chaz Mostert joins us on the show today. Chaz is coming back, of course, to Perth uh, for Barbagallo Raceways um, uh, racing series this weekend. He'll be in a Ford Mustang GT for the Walkinshaw Andretti United team. He's a two time Bathurst winner and he made his supercar debut in Perth back in 2013. Chaz, welcome to the show. Yeah, hey guys, how are you going? Very good, thanks, mate. Uh, it's just me you're talking to, um, so oh, there you <laughs> just, go. just me. Hello, hello just, there. <laughs> just just me, all on my own. Um, can you take us back to 2013 and making your supercars debut at Barbagallo?
1: Yeah, obviously, Perth and Barber Gallo have um, special memories for me, having my, you know, maiden supercar start there, and um, yeah, for Dick Johnson Racing back in the day. So yeah, it's always nice coming over to Perth, knowing where it all kind of began in supercar land for me and. Um, yeah, saying that it's, it's always nice to, to get over to the west coast and and uh, put on a race for you guys. It's um, a shame we don't get over that the, that side of Australia a bit more often, but it's um, you know the crowds that always come out and come support us on the race weekend. It's uh, it's, uh, it's it's obviously a special weekend for us.
0: What's the logistics of getting everybody over here, Chaz? Was the the, the last series was um, would that have been the Grand Prix series? Was it? That
1: last race for us was at the Grand Prix. Yes, which. I've been on the East Coast here and most you know, 50% are probably Melbourne teams and 50% are Queensland teams. It's a, it's a nice home round for the Melbourne teams, that's for sure.
0: And, and so what does it take to get everybody, all the equipment, et cetera, et cetera, that comes with being a, a supercar team across the Nullarbor Plain to get it to Perth? How long does that take and what does it involve?
1: Well, yeah, for, for most of the team, it's, it's pretty uh, luxurious. We just get on a plane, and we're, we're over there within four or so hours, the so three to four hours. Yep. depending so which way the wind's blowing. But, um, you know, for our truckies, obviously, it's their biggest trip of the year. Um, you know, for, for our team, we have the, uh, the one, oh, two trucks actually going over because the development series is racing there as well, and Walkinshaw and Drew United are in that this year with two cars sold as well. So, um, yeah, two truckies, two full B-doubles. Um, come all the way over there, over, spread that obviously over a couple of days. And um, you know, once you get there, you can see the truckies are a little bit tired; they've worked hard to get there. I'm not sure actually what day the team team's leaving to get there, but uh, I'm guessing it'd be uh, it'd be getting closer to leave date anyway.
0: So uh, when do you when do you arrive? You, I'm assuming you're not here yet. Is that right? Or
1: no, nah, not not there yet. Generally, the the week of the race, you'll see different drivers and teams. Um, coming in generally to drivers probably around Tuesdays, Wednesdays, uh, depending on what activations we have on with, with sponsors and um, and then the stuff we do with supercars. But then you probably see most of the most of teams will all be on the ground, at least probably by the the Wednesday night for sure.
0: You've got a bit of ground to make up. You're chasing a young West Aussie boy, Brody Kostecki. He's 32 points in front of you at the moment. Tell us about him.
1: Yeah, look, he's, he's doing a fantastic job. You know, Brody's been the, the, the series... Um, for, for quite a short period of time but he's obviously got a lot of talent um, same with his teammate with Will Brown those, those two guys are definitely the guys to, to be watching out for they've hit the ground running in the, the new generation of car um, so yeah everyone's kind of chasing them at the moment but saying that we've only had two rounds and um, you know we always came around the first round with, with the series lead and we, we gave it up at Grand Prix but we're, we're definitely hungry to try and get it back that's for sure
0: what sort of track is Barbagallo and can you predict who are going to be the teams to beat based on the sort of track it is? Do you, do you look at it and go, okay, it's got these characteristics, so therefore this team will go well there or is it different to that?
1: It's such a new era for us in supercars. I think we're still completely working out the, the pecking order a little bit where we're also learning so much every week in, week out with this car at the moment of, of what it kind of needs. And um, I think for the year you've got a good opportunity there to see different teams rise at different times so it's um yeah look I think for us I don't really focus on anybody else it's too busy got enough going on in our own um our own shed and garage trying to improve our own performance so yeah I'm not too sure who to expect That Barbagallo will pop up the point yeah hopefully it's us that's what we're always hoping but um yeah at the moment we're just on this massive
0: learning curve with this new car so tell us about the features of the track What, what do you like about it
1: I think that the track's got a lot of unique points. You know, obviously, the, we, we call it the bowl, which is, I think, turn six around there, which is a really unique corner. There's so many lines and stuff you can, to, as a racer in there, to try and extract the speed of your car. So um, if it's entry-focused or exit-focused, the corner's so long that it, um, you know, really shows um, that the whole probably lap time of the track is focused around that one corner a little bit. You know, there's a couple of other key po- corners as well. You know, the last corner, the brake zone is so short. Um, from such a high speed, because you've got this little uphill section into the last corner, so the cars really slow down really quick, so it's quite a a cool, you know, element around Barbagello, you know, you're throwing um, some night races over the the last couple of years there as well, it's a pretty cool spectacle, and um, I don't know, something about the sand around the place too, it really creates a little bit higher tyre degradation um, on the track that really eats away the tyre, so once you've got those elements, you've got a really great great race um, spectacle there from a uh, from strategy point of view and, and obviously track layout as well.
0: And you mentioned you're still trying to work out the pecking order, and I, I presume that means you're still trying to work out sort of um, everything about your car. How long when you get to a new track or get to a different track does it take you to set up the car for that track?
1: It can, it can change week in, week out. Sometimes you can you might roll your car out at the start of the weekend and that's the, probably the best setup you find for the whole weekend from a philosophy or or sometimes you can go hunting for setup and um and and and, it, and you find big improvements across the weekend so um there's no right or wrong i suppose um there's, there's definitely over the years being in the category uh you know different outcomes of weekends from what we are being able to do so um, yeah, I mean, the new car, I expect you to make changes across the weekend. The race weekends are actually becoming our test sessions a little bit at the moment because it is such a new car. So I'd like to think that the car would probably change a lot across the weekend and hopefully the performance comes with that. So it's um, it's it's kind of exciting being in that new generation of car and, and being able to see how your weekend progresses.
0: So for people who get out there, what sort of speeds will you be hitting down the main straight at Barbagallo?
1: Oh, you're really testing me out on all these... But uh, you know, for us obviously, as drivers we are so focused on lap times um, at most tracks. But I'd, if I had to put, put a speed on it, I'd probably say we might hit probably 250, 260, getting close probably into the into the last corner. Would probably be the fastest part. It's the longest straight. So um, yeah, we'll just uh, that's where you'll see plenty of flames out the side. Uh, pl- the, the new cars are shooting a lot of bigger flames. So kind of a little bit back to the old touring car days, which is pretty pretty cool spectacle.
0: I'm fascinated by this mate, I'm a country boy, so bogan by nature, and uh, it, when I grew up, your car had to have a bonnet scoop and a spoiler, otherwise it just wasn't cool at all, um, so if, you, if you're doing 250 down the main straight and then you hit a corner, what have you got to get down to to get around the corner?
1: Oh, probably at that last corner of Barbagella you've probably got to get down to probably 120 or something like that, I'd probably think around there so yeah, you've got to, you've got to pull some uh, kilometres out of it pretty quick.
0: All right, mate. I wish you all the best. Uh, hopefully, it's a good uh, it's a good weekend out there next weekend. Um, of course, April twenty eighth to thirtieth out at Barbagallo, the twenty twenty three Repco Supercars Championship resumes. Chaz Mostert will be one of the stars. Uh, West Australia's Brody Kostecki will be another one of the stars. Get out there and have a look at them. Thanks for joining us on the show, Chaz.
1: Cheers, mate. Thank you.
0: Chaz Mostert. Uh, from the uh, Walkinshaw Andretti team in the Repco Supercars Championship. We'll take a break and be back with more of the show after the break.